Matt Bonaparte and Brad Klein back with another very special episode of Locked On Syracuse. We've got J.P. Estrella with us in the Restream room today. It's all on Locked On Syracuse, and it's right now. You are Locked On Syracuse, your daily podcast on the Syracuse Orange, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Lockdown Syracuse. I'm Matt Bonaparte with Brad Klein. Thank you for making Lockdown Syracuse your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast. Today we are with JP Estrella. JP, how's it going, my friend? Thank you. What was that? Sorry, we couldn't get you there. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's going. <laughs> it's going good. How about? You? All right, we're doing very, very well. Uh, JP, a four-star out of Brewster Academy and a big man, 6'11", over 200 pounds, a guy Syracuse would really like to have, and a guy Brad and I are extremely happy to have today. So again, you thanks for, for being with us today. First question for you, JP, is just describe your game. Who would you call yourself? Give us a pro comp. Uh, I'm very versatile, big man. Um, I can kind of see myself along like Porzingis. That type of room, but mostly, mostly Porzingis um, shoot the ball at a high clip very well. well uh, pass off the perimeter really well. I can handle the ball also very well. Do a little, pretty much do a little bit of everything. Well, JP, I think Syracuse fans would be excited to have a Porzingis-like player. I don't remember when the last time they really had a player like that. Maybe Tyler Lydon, but he was more of a no. four than a, than a five. I don't know. If that's, that's a bit of a stretch, right, <laughs> as, a, as a comp. But, but it looks like Syracuse isn't the only school that is interested in your services. 17 Power 5 offers, and that excludes the five Big East teams involved. 26 offers altogether. Where does Syracuse rank right now on your offer sheet? My first ever offer, so obviously I keep that into factor. Um, I have um, and they're de- definitely up there pretty high. Yeah, uh, that's what we like to hear. That's what Syracuse fans are pretty excited about. And and the conversation surrounding your recruitment right now, of course, for Syracuse fans is that, like last year, Syracuse in a battle for big and yourself between them and Duke. Uh, Duke is the the rival in the ACC, if Syracuse fans want to call it that. What are the pros and cons in your head of Duke and Syracuse? What are the what are the greatnesses of each program that draw you here? Um, really, the conference they're in. You know, one of the it's if not one of the if it's not in the country. Uh, um, you know, they're obviously those two two schools. If you think that pops up in your head is basketball, um, I. Great relationships with both coaching and staffs, uh, basketball. Um, really, I can't think of any cons for both schools, really. They're basketball schools in general. They both have great education standpoints. Um, and obviously, just. So then what's the difference right now in your your mental pros and cons list? I mean, what does Duke have that Syracuse doesn't? What does Syracuse have that Duke doesn't? Um, I guess Duke has more recruits in my class. Um, that's one thing. Uh, I don't, I don't, I haven't really, I don't think they have that many in 20, 
2023 yet. Um, I know Wami, of course, um, for my for a big man. Um, I guess really coaching staff, uh, uh, um, defensive stuff like two three. Um, like my play, my play, how they want to play me. Like they made me like a a five um, that, shoot, that shoots the ball, pick and pops. Um, do, um, yeah, I guess those are the only two, a couple of differences. Yeah. Sure. Uh, and we've heard a lot about your relationship with the coaching staff, particularly Jerry McNamara. What's your relationship been like with him? Uh, well, mostly I actually hear from um Coach, I actually got a phone in today. Um, just talking a little about what we do. We take um, we all some normal day life. Like you know, we talked about him hitting the golf balls, me hitting the golf balls. Um, our relationships a little bit. Uh, um, I always see the, I see the orange always at every game, especially Mac. Um, and yeah, we just have um, we have great relationships. With, I have both coaching staff. I have great, great relationships with, um, and I talk to all all of them weekly really now your audio dipped down just as uh, at the wrong oh, time sorry. i think you said coach autry right is, is your lead recruiter right now with syracuse yeah yeah coach autry's my lead recruiter i, I talked to him gotcha. a couple days throughout the week now one thing that the three assistants behind Bayheim have in common is that they're all former guards adrian autry jerry mcnamara and alan griffin who's the bigs coach now he's not your lead recruiter so it's a little bit of a different relationship but how does it? How much does it matter to you being nearly seven foot, over two hundred pounds? That's going to be your role in college, and Syracuse doesn't have a guy that looks like you or played your position. Does that matter? Just, I honestly, my biggest thing is is I have a great relationship with the staff. I know they have um, history throughout with big men. They've done a great job with that, so, so I can't. I'm not. I'm not, not too worried about that piece. And you're at Brewster Academy, of course, where Buddy Beheim played his high school basketball post his days at Jamesville to win. What's it like being at Brewster in the post-Buddy success era? It's been pretty cool. Um, Coach Smith's my, my guy. Um, whole coaching staff, ton of the players there. Um, you know, just seeing, now obviously the orange there is awesome. Graduated, gone to Syracuse, gone to high-level basketball, gone to NBA is amazing. My guy, um, and a ton of other players as well. Um, but yeah, it's awesome being in that time, graduating and at Syracuse. I know if I was being recruited by Syracuse, which is not going to happen anytime soon, I'm also out of eligibility, so my feelings aren't hurt. <laughs> but if I was being recruited by Syracuse, the first thing on my mind would be, okay, Who's my coach, and how long is the coach going to be there? And that's something that the fans are asking, too. What have you heard about any potential succession plan behind Jim Beheim? Well, I, I know, you know, Beheim's such a legendary coach. Um, you know, me about that, too. Um, I'm actually, when I went on a uh, – I went to a game. Um, that was one of the biggest worries in my mind was um, how long he's going to be there for because obviously I'm as a coach – um, and he says he's right now, now he's looking excellent. Uh, he does all his activities and all that. Uh, um, and right now he's looking to just keep coaching for a little. Gotcha. Um, and Syracuse in the last 
I don't know, five to six years has kind of shown that as a recruiting power, it might not have been what it once was. I mean, a perennial number one seed in the NCAA tournament, maybe 20 years ago. Nowadays, Sweet 16 runs and, and a Final Four run, but not a number one seed. What does a Syracuse offer mean right now? How much weight, uh, weight does it carry? Um, obviously, it still carries the weight of that. They're, 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 oh, sorry, lost words. Um, you know, back then, they kind of build it back up to be what they used to be. And it's awesome. It's obviously awesome thinking of how they want me to be a major guy in that role, which is something that it's a, it's a big bar, but you know, it's something that you, you have to live for. And I really enjoy that, that they chose me. Now you mentioned, uh, we're going to take a break in, in one second, but I want to ask you before we do, you mentioned that you went to a game, you know, which one was it? And how would you describe your experience? What's the, the Colgate game? Um, Ooh, uh, brutal. Sadly, they lost. Wrong but, choice. <laughs> uh, but still, it was a great game. Um, the atmosphere there was crazy. Um, obviously, a lot of orange everywhere you looked. Is something orange? Uh, I'm got. I actually got to sit in the um, players. Got to meet a ton of the parents, moms, Cole, Cole's mom, uh, um, other moms, and dads, and all the family members. They all were super, super cool. All diehards. Um, but yeah, the atmosphere there was crazy. I can't, I can't lie, but it was a great game. Well, JP, if you're having any car troubles, let me tell you about Rock Auto, because this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. It's a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. The prices are reliably low. For every customer, go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. And if you're anything like me, especially after the NFL news just a few days ago, you're asking which NFL stars move the betting line the most. Starting July 18th, Lockdown gives you the 50 most valuable players in the NFL from the oddsmakers at Bet Online. Available on July 18th on Lockdown NFL, wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. We are here with JP Estrella, and he is right now the centerpiece, the crown jewel of the Syracuse fans' hopes and dreams for the class of 2023 as a Chris Stapps Porzingis-like big, and it'd be pretty cool to have someone like that that can stretch the floor because I know that is something that Jim Beheim has put a huge emphasis on, the three-point line, especially last year with Buddy, of course, bringing in Cole Swider. Jimmy Beheim could shoot uh, out of Cornell. So I ask you, how much has the development of the program catered to your game um well obviously the development for them is just to be nba players that's my long-term goal um they really have told me to be all five guys to be able to shoot on the court which this last year um for all five on the court at the same time be able to shoot so they really and help out with that because they they 
know I can shoot at a really high clip and, you know, just keep developing my shot in barracks. You know, you can't – you always can get better at shooting the ball. And Syracuse's defense, the patented 2-3 zone, is something that kind of comes hand-in-hand hand when you're talking about orange basketball. What's it like thinking about that in the future you could be potentially be the anchor of that zone? Have they talked to you at all about that? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, being in the middle of the zone, being a big communicator. For my, I'm, I'm a very vocal guy. Um, always talk through everything. Um, very is really good for a 2-3, you know. You're in the back, back of it. You get to see everything. Guide your, guide your team also great um, at getting rebounds and blocking blocking shots, so that's also very good for being in the middle. Just put me in there, and you always can count me, and I'll do a great job in that. How much zone have you played in your high school AAU stints? Um, three in the high school area. I did uh, For my South Portland, I did, did a matchup zone, 2-3. But honestly, I've, I played 2-3. as a little bit younger, and I was great at it. Um, in there, you, you may see may see me playing in a two three, um, and I always do a very um, vocal guy, uh, um, and just getting rebounds and blocking shots. And the future of Syracuse right now is the class of twenty twenty two with six recruits coming in. Jim Beheim called it the greatest recruiting class he's ever had. They have yet to even touch the court. Uh, not a lot of scholarships going forward you could potentially be taking the only one Syracuse has what would it feel like to be joining that young core and how excited would you be to do that especially if Bayam says um if it's if it's the best class coming in then the best class with talent um and just being in that would be amazing um I, I know a couple of your carries one of them uh, I actually Met him at the um, Syracuse Elite Camp when I was there. It's been a while, um, but yeah, yeah, know him there, um, and they're just loaded with talent. Awesome to be in that mix. I'd like to go back to your shooting for a second, and and I don't know, maybe you can tell the listeners a little bit about uh, the rest of your offensive game if you have a, a guard like Candle as well. But oftentimes with the the big shooters, it, it was a late growth spurt. Was that what it was like for you? Were you the smaller player developing your shot, and then you know the the broccoli hit in, and now you're six foot eleven. Is that the case? Well, for me, I was I was really soft when I was younger. I was I was I mean I was a little tall, not where I'm like above above average for height. Um, but I was always I always could shoot when I was younger. So so much. So for me, it's mostly been developing the post and physic physicality for me. But really, Rosebird till uh, sophomore going in the junior year um sophomore year i think six so i mean a solid height for but not for much for a big guy and that summer i just grew and now i'm 6 11 so it's just it's, it was crazy for me i mean my my arms grew too a little bit um but now it's back on the money um but yeah my, my shots my shots pretty but i'm still trying to get it a lot better really better consistency and all that I'm glad you asked that, Brad, because my next question was going to be, do you come from, like, Viking parents? I mean, 6'11", that's insane. Yeah, my mom, my mom's 6'4", my dad's 6'1". Wow. My mom, one basketball player, she played at Boston College, but she had, like, off 
offers from UConn and all that. That's good. Um, and I, I still brag to this day that I'm still better than her sometimes every once in a while. <laughs> I would do unforgivable things to be five foot eleven, not to mention six foot eleven. <laughs> I was, I, I'm, I'm a short person. It's good for the podcast because you can't really tell, but I'm a short guy. That's okay. Um, <laughs> Bones could attest. I'm, I'm a short guy. So, okay. So you mentioned earlier that uh, your mom went to Boston College and you're from the New England area. Boston College is one of your offers. And um, I, I don't, I could be wrong, but the rumors around JP Estrella is that that might not be your number one or, or towards the top of your list. So I ask you, what are you looking for in a school? Um, for me, my, um, I really, cause I'm leaving, I'm going to leave my family to go to college and I really want to have that second, my basketball family. Um, really that's the biggest thing for me. I just want to have, I just want to with the staff, but most importantly, um, the players, cause you know, I'm going to be around them all day, working hard with them, sweating, everything all together. Um, Really, so I really am looking into that mostly, and obviously fit for me, like basketball wise, pace game, having me shoot the ball, get into the rim, all that, and obviously just. And you talked about in the beginning that Syracuse was your first ever offer. What does that mean? Uh, it definitely means a lot. Um, you know, part of this like domino effect for me. Um, they really just. They put me on the map, really. Um, and, you know, I've just – it's just something really much to think about. Um, been there for me um, throughout these, all these – like, it's been – I can't even count how long it's been. It's been over a year. And that just means a lot to me how much they they really saw my potential and they are. Let's go back to uh, your height and weight for a second because right now you're listed six foot eleven, two ten. And uh, it's it's solid right now for a high school senior. Again, jealous. But uh, wh- where where do you want to be? I guess that also kind of depends on what kind of player you're you're looking to be. Porzingis is a skinny guy, but uh, what's your target weight for the time you by the time you get to college, your freshman year, and beyond? Uh, I really want to be like, like the two twenty five area as of, as of my height right now. My doctors um, still are saying I'm growing. So I could, I'm still looked at being a, a footer pretty soon. Maybe, hopefully, hopefully I, I want to be a little taller than a footer too and keep that all that athleticism in there. I think I would love that a lot. Um, but I'd probably want to be like the 230, 235, maybe 240 area. But as of right now, yeah, I feel like six foot eleven is almost almost because I mean you're you're six foot eleven, but it's almost like fourth place at the Olympics. Like if you're going to be tall, just be seven foot, right? I, that's the way I feel about it. <laughs> yeah, so definitely. do whatever you have to do, you know, within the the confines of legality, and eat your vegetables. I guess that's that's my tip. I'm sitting here laughing because JP's saying, you know, I just really want to be a seven footer, and meanwhile, Brad just wants to be five seven. Poor guy. I am five seven. Watch yourself. <laughs> I wouldn't call myself 5'8", but I am 5'7". So my question for you, JP, is how many times have you been to campus and what was the weather like when you got there? Um, I've been to campus twice. And I was there for two days. I went on an unofficial visit the day before the camp. That 
Um, and then I went to the game. And both days, the weather was great. I think it was raining. I'm not 100% positive, though, but that's probably it. The weather was great. Was. I, I've been there twice. Now, whoever lands you, they're going to get a really strong player. And from what we can tell, uh, a cool guy. So that's good. But what are you hoping to improve upon once you get to college, wherever you end up? Um, obviously, my upper body strength is the thing. I'm just getting stronger in general. Um, definitely my shooting, shooting something I was um, ball handling also. That's really a thing I really want to work on. And, and being able to go right now. I can guard three to four positions, um, but but not much the on game. My perimeter defense a lot better. Um, those those things right now I really just want to. And at, during college, I think those things I really just want to get locked in. Let's take a time out here for one second and talk a little bit about Built Bar because uh, JP, if you, if you're trying to be that seven foot. I suggest Built Bar. Built Bar is good for you. It tastes awesome as well. And they're always coming out with these unbelievable new flavors. Try Coconut Brownie Chunk. And it comes in the Built Bar, but it also comes in the Puff. Now, the Puff, if you're new to this, is a protein-infused marshmallow. That's right. Coconut Brownie Chunk. It's probably top three for me. I don't know. I'm kind of a, a traditionalist with the coconut almond, but I, I understand what you're saying is that uh, it's not might not be for everyone. You're thinking, okay, coconut brownie chunk, is that good? Yes, it's good. I tried it. It's unbelievable. You can just go online right now, built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15. Get 15% off your order. Again, it's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. We're talking to J.P. Estrella, six foot eleven, soon to be seven foot because of Built Bar. So that's huge. That's huge for him. Uh, a potential Syracuse committee for class of twenty twenty three. The Orange were his first offer, and you're saying that carries a little bit of weight. Now I'm curious about the lineage of Syracuse centers. You mentioned that Jim Bayheim has done a good job with bigs in the past, and you know from our vantage point, he's done a really good job with bigs in the past. But we're talking about the way past. We're looking at the Ronnie Cycles and the Derek Coleman's of the world, but in the very immediate past, Barama Sadibe, for example, injuries have plagued that position, and there have been some letdowns. So, where do you evaluate right now the center group, and how do you think you can maybe turn it around? Um, well, for me, a very athletic center, um, very mobile. Um, I'm not your traditional center. I'm not the one back basket um but i'm still the super physical getting rebounds guy i'll definitely on the post hit you with the baby hook both sides fades i can i still have all the post moves stretch the floor really well i'm i'm super athletic and mobile for my size um get up high i finish over the rim um shoot the ball a really high clip and just pretty much just do a little bit of everything i can i think for myself i can help out Every, any program that needs a big man, really. My question, you know, everybody asks you about basketball, JP. Do you have a hidden talent or a hobby? I'm so curious. Do you play the violin? <laughs> um, no, I uh, I play a little video games here and there when I have time. Uh, uh, I love, uh, um, obviously, I'm a 
big foodie. Why would I even say that? Um, um, a little bit of TikTok. Not too much, though. Nothing, like, too crazy. But, yeah, video games is probably a little, little secret, like, a little thing I do. Uh, um, I love playing, like, Apex Legends, Warzone. Um, honestly, probably when we're done with this, I'll probably do that. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> So we're keeping you from that. And, and he's a real gamer too. You know, you know that you're a real gamer if I haven't heard of the games. That's that's my that's my baseline. Because I'm not really my, my you brother, live under a rock? I, I'm just this is not my not my thing. I mean it's just not this is not me. I will say that we have we only have a couple of games here at the house and, and my brother lives with me and um he asked me to fix the Xbox. I went to take a look and there was nothing plugged into it. Power, <laughs> HDMI nothing i was like what why do you think this isn't working it's right now it's just a brick you can use it to keep the door open when it's hot and that's it (laughs) (laughs) but that's it Uh, okay so uh so video games okay i I like it any 2k as a little kid i play a lot but and that game just makes you rage for some reason (laughs) broken controllers everywhere in my house not gonna Gonna lie. The only time I play 2K is if Talbot and we're having a 2K tournament, I'll have a little fun with it. Um, but not 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 that much. I can't lose. I can't afford to lose any more controllers. That's fair. That's, fair. That's insane. That's insane. Well, JP Estrella, awesome, thank you so much for joining us today. We really very much appreciate it. Of course, of course. Thank you for. Having- no problem. Uh, and if you want to get more on the ACC by making Locked On ACC your second listen every day, I think you probably should. Host Candace Cooper and the local experts of Locked On take you across the ACC in 30 minutes. Make Locked On ACC your second listen. That is Locked On ACC. We will be back. Matt Bonaparte and Brad Klein, that is. JP is going to be playing Apex Legends uh, tomorrow with another episode. We will see you then.